Hello, 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 and welcome back. I am so glad you're here with me today. Today we're going to talk again about secondary gain. There's a little more to it, and we only got halfway through. So I want us to just to stop and to take a deep breath, and let's bring in the divine and allow the calmness to come in and bring in our guides and allow them for us to absorb the knowledge we need bring in our ancestors which show us and guide us the way i learned that sometimes people just feel comfortable feeling uncomfortable do you know what i mean the interesting part is that he or she would not necessarily have to change jobs by changing how or she felt about those jobs. A person can't feel fear losing something if they don't have an attachment to it. The attachment to the job, in this case, was held in place by trauma. If the abuse weren't present or activated as a strong of a, like a strong predisposition, I would say, to the abuse trauma, that in this life, then they would have made different decisions as most likely chosen a different career path. Does that make sense? When they have an attachment to something, then the reason why they have an attachment should be explored. If my client agreed to resolve the unhealthy attachment they had to their job and lifestyle, then they could have a much happier mood and person today. She might or he might still have been at the same job, but happier, more content and peaceful. Before it didn't matter what had been said, they thought that they needed that trauma in their life in order to be successful. So having a case of what you would call selective hearing during the session because they didn't want to admit that or to see that. It was very hard for them to recognize that. You have to be there for your client and listen and hear and understand what they're saying without saying it at all. The identification of secondary gain can be delicate and should be introduced in a gentle and simple way.
Sometimes a client should be introduced as though they can be so attached to the secondary gains that they just the mention of the word can trigger them or make them feel that they are not responsible for their emotional or their physical suffering, which is not the case. For example, a person may unconsciously sabotage any ability to achieve goals in their lives that would create them success. This is a common experience, a mm, grand opportunity, I guess it would say, that presents itself in life. But they can't find the confidence and self-worth to grab it and claim it for themselves. Your identity can sometimes be tied in so strongly with your trauma that the pain becomes a type of a trophy, the story of your life. Many of my clients have reported that if they don't have that trauma to talk about, they have nothing else to talk about. But if they would release that trauma and allow it to be worked on, you would be able to see the beauty that is around you. That can be talked about and you can be free of it. You don't have to think of it again. You learn the lesson. You journal it, you let it go. You identify, your identify can um, sometimes be tied in so strongly with your trauma that the became, it just, it just is such a part. And if there were no secondary gains, then the issues would be resolved. The fact that you may still have issues or blocks or core beliefs in certain areas in your life indicates that there is an unconscious fear of achieving or changing something that unconsciously serves you. When I refer to serve, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's a positive gain. It might be a fear of changing, a fear of moving forward, a superficial fear of consequences that may follow if this fear doesn't change your life. Superficial fears and consequences thereof are just another means of deflecting rather than dealing with the actual 
issue at hand. I'm going to stop there for just a second break. Bless you, bless you for coming back. Remember that when you resolve these secondary gains related to trauma, the body starts to remember how to complete the trauma in an easier way. The body is built for that. It just needs to be made right. As there are no secondary gains to holding on to the trauma in place. This allows the body to naturally switch the instinctive reactions off and rebalance them instead of them being on all the time. What a release, what a relief. I have also learned that people who have been abused often become stuck in this victim state. I know I was a very long time, but it wasn't serving any purpose. It is okay to feel like a victim of abuse, but only to a point. The time to move on eventually sets in motion. Being a victim in the long term suppresses such confidence and it reinforces the fact that your trauma controls your life. The hidden benefit of being a victim in my way, in my case, was that I would always blame others. I couldn't look. I couldn't see that I wasn't thinking I was smart enough to get out of the situation or I had no other hope. I didn't fight hard enough for me and I let me be abused. I didn't speak out. I didn't ask for help. I got stuck in that victim state. But remember, being a victim in a long term can be a hidden benefit would be that you just couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel you didn't think there was a better spot you thought you deserved to be in this dark spot we didn't have to take responsibility for our future because it really didn't matter how we felt or felt about our present life. It was just hopeless. So we kept teaching and teaching ourselves to keep this circle going instead of reaching for real goals in life, to let this go. And it's okay that we move forward and step back. That's a part of life. But don't give up hope. Don't give up belief. The longer you dwell in this state of mind, 
the more you're going to try and cope with the issue instead of allowing yourself to be well from the issue. There are layers and layers underneath and that inner child is injured also. But once it is released and you're reminded, your voice comes back. The beauty releases. You have hope. You have joy. The self-confidence, the peace, the honor that you feel about yourself, your vitality. You do matter. You are enough. You are worthy. Every day, we are graced with so many things around us. So we might have fear, right, to move away from these circumstances because we've been this way for so long. But sadly, as we allow the mental, the emotional, the physical, the spiritual to be released, they no longer deliberately just knocks us off our feet. Holding on to trauma increases your chances of attracting it again and again and again and again. You keep saying, why do I keep going with this bad crowd? Because you won't break the cycle to get to the positive one that is there for you. You get rid of the darkness, the lightness enters. You respond to a frequency. So if we change that frequency, everything else will change. When we have a benefit that is underlying, that is fear, it is only above examples which you can resolve by using the emotion code and body code, which isn't completely discussed through this but I would be honored to help you through your transition remember that after the fear is resolved you'll be open to find that the underlying trauma or abuse has largely dissipated and is much easier to heal and work with now here's just some hidden benefits that could be secondary gains. The disease or trauma makes it easier to express boundaries with loved ones. So if we resolve that, we would be able to set our own boundaries and nobody could push through. In sickness, one is likely to be attacked, abused, or judged by others. Why carry this when we are strong? We are vital. We can stand up. We have a voice. And nobody deserves to be judged by anybody. Only the divine can do that. We are not to judge anyone. How wrong of us. If we judge others, then we will be judged. Instead of judging, pray. Pray for the soul. It provides an identity, offering a heightened sense of compassion and being expressed. If we constantly talk about our past, 
it's really not exciting for others to hear or for us to even keep talking about because it just keeps re-injuring us let it go for you can find the new ways the new crafts the new creativity and blessings that come your way you will be showing so many why not be excited about those break that loop it becomes a false identity um like a part of who you are and who you think but just think if you stopped and rearranged those thoughts rearranged the imbalances put in the negative find out why you're having the others released them and allowed your body to realign your thoughts wouldn't be that way anymore so we have to work through the conscious and the subconscious we have to open those chakras and open those meridians and make sure the body is working as a whole we need to help ourselves to take responsibility but why are we avoiding responsibility again because we're afraid it's okay to be afraid changing is afraid have you been burdened for so long by the past that it's just you've taken on too much please stop let's think about you let's move you forward is it too deep rooted in you that it's part of you and it's become so complex well don't stay too focused on what's being said to you by others let's think about what you are saying to you are you ready to start this journey are you ready to be free please reach out I am here for you Let's start your journey into wellness, into peace, into harmony. Spread those wings and fly. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.